0: All right, finally we're back. It is episode 28, I believe. Don't quote me on it. I think it is. Um, It's going to be just me and Nick from this point uh, forward, it looks like. I didn't want to. And then there were two. Steve Steve wanted to tell you guys himself. I know we put the thing on asking you guys to speculate just for humor purposes on why we didn't do the podcast last week. But a lot of you guys don't know that Steve is actually in the U.S. Air Force and actually got, it's just kind of exciting, but I'm going to spoil it for him. He actually got his letter and he has been shipped off to no other than
1: Top Gun Flight School. Only because the guy that was in number one spot got the boot. That's right. And Steve was also told that if he didn't perform well, he'd be shipping a cargo ship full Full of of rubber 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 dog dog shit out of Hong Kong. I think he'll do pretty well. Right now, he's probably playing volleyball shirtless. I doubt it.
0: What do you think uh, his call sign would be?
1: bratpack One.
0: <laughs> Shitty Beard Three. Why does he have a number after it? It's not a V neck. It's not a uh, a password for his for his email. V neck. V neck One. So hopefully, in the next uh, week or two, we'll be able to hear Steve and his progress. And see where he's at if he doesn't get kicked out in the first week. There's some harsh uh, competition. So we want to just tell Steve, hopefully he's listening, stay above the hard deck, my friend.
1: Below the hard deck does not count. All right, that's it for that. Um, so He was also denied permission to do the flyby. <laughs> we and an he e- didn't do it after he was done. We got an email this week
0: and... More than one, but there's a lot of stuff to go through. I found a bunch of cool stories on the uh, internet to go over, but I'm going to fly right down and read you this email. Nick, it's a question for you and myself. Which celebrities would you want to see fight in a Thunderdome-esque battle? You have to pick two celebrities to go at it to the death and also choose their weapons a weapon or not, whatever, however you'd want them to do it. You have to pick two celebrities, doesn't matter what sex, and give them a weapon, don't give them a weapon, but they have to fight to the death. Who would you like to see in this
1: scenario? That's from Sean. Mark Wahlberg and Matt Damon.
0: I, you know what is weird? I always almost consider
1: them the same person. I think a lot of people feel that That's kind of why... Who a lot do you, think, of, well, they, who,
0: you have to like spice it up. What, what kind of they weapons? They both have a
1: blunt, like a blunt, cl- like a baseball
0: bat. They just beat each other to death with a baseball bat. I don't know how long that would. How how would you get in on somebody with a baseball bat? I mean, you're both swinging and just checking each other's bats. I don't even know if that would go anywhere. Nobody gets like a specialty weapon or you know,
1: like it, it, there'd be like a chainsaw stashed up high, a machete stash some, like, in Thunderdome.
0: Well, that would make it uneasy for Mark Wahlberg since he's only 4'6". So I think you're giving the edge to Matt Damon. I would also assume... Like, what, 5'1"? Matt Damon has probably done more combat training, like, for the Bourne movie. I'm trying to think who's been in more... Just trying to, like, figure out... Wahlberg is probably stronger, like, more defined, built-wise. But I think Matt Damon has probably done more... Because
1: they're both from Boston, so they're like that means they're tough. tough. They're from yeah. Southie,
0: but Matt Damon is also Harvard educated, which might give him the edge. And oh, I never I can, do that. Yeah, like have a. Didn't you see Goodwill Hunting? <laughs> no, he truly is Harvard educated. That's a, that is a fact. Um, I picked uh, Ryan Gosling or Goslin. I don't know how. I'm not really sure how you say who it. Ryan Gosling. Oh, you know who that is. Oh, you're doing this the Uh, sound effect. Steve's man crush? Uh yeah, actually. And it's not because it's not because of Steve not being here, but um
1: kind of got a man crush on Ryan Gosling. There you
0: go. Uh I can't stand the guy. Not Steve, Ryan Gosling. And so him versus Randy Quaid. Gosling is armed with a wiffle ball bat and a small Swiss army knife. And Randy Quaid is armed with his hands with the Wrapped with Randy broken Quaid's cl- Uncle Eddie, right? Yeah, cousin Eddie.
1: Or, yeah, yeah
0: well, I guess he's somebody's uncle too, <laughs> but uh, he's got the uh, the wrist wraps like Tong Po I'm and blood
1: any day of the week,
0: dude. You ha-
1: let me. I, I would, would say Quaid is slinging all his down just going bare knuckle, and is just that's what well, Basically, Ryan is- Gosling and then breaking his neck.
0: Ryan Gosling gets a bat but it's a, it's one of those big fat wiffle ball bats it's not even the the yellow one because the, the the yellow one would hurt because it's it would sting but he's got a small swiss army knife with like a maybe a uh with the corkscrew you know, yeah like a like a quarter inch blade on it yeah the corkscrew between his knuckles and quaid is just shirtless with the wraps like like i said like pole with the syrup in the glass on him. i would like to you know now that i think of it what do you, How do you think Randy Quaid would would go against a uh, Gary Busey in the same scenario? I'm Just bare knuckle to bare knuckle. I'm
1: still taking Randy Quaid.
0: He's a little bit more crazy and desperate. And I think if, if the fight would have to be in Canada, obviously, because he's not allowed to be in America at this point. So hopefully, Sean, that answers your question. Unfortunately, um, if Steve's listening, maybe he can go to our Butterfly Radio app, uh, either... On the computer, or if you have an iPhone, you can get the app and you can actually leave a message for us and respond to that. So, I would actually just to test the Butterfly Radio thing out. Anybody who would like to go to our Butterfly Radio app, go to www.butterfly.radio.com or www.butterflyradio.com and then find "Hey, my man" all one word, and then click on the microphone button, and you should be able to leave your answer to the uh, the question we just answered. So hopefully we'll have an answer from Steve and we can play it again uh, or play it next week. Um, The second question is an audio question. Let me play this.
1: Hey, this is Kristen, and uh, I'm a big fan of the show, and it's the first time I'm calling in, and I got a question for you guys. Um, I'm sure you all know what the free pass is. That's a list of celebrities that you and or your wife may have that if they walk into a room or if they have the restaurant or doing some shopping, all bets are off. You're going home with this person. I want to know from each of you who are your top three and explain why. Thanks. Bye.
0: So I'm going to answer it first, Nick, and then you can answer it however you like. And after careful planning and plotting, what I decided to do was go the, uh, the obvious route. What I thought was the obvious route. Christina Hendricks from Mad Men. And here's why. She's dating the dude from Super Troopers who was in the back of the car who supposedly ate all the mushrooms and weed. So, as dude, you, no. I swear. I swear it. Dude, that proves there is no God. <laughs> I'm just saying you want to see it even prove that there's no god even one step forward enter me instead of that guy so I, I what i did was it's funny i searched the internet for hot chicks that were either married to or dating trolls and i figured hey this is the best bet because i guess where the question's not you know the question's kind of uh, kind of left open for interpretation is just because your wife says that you could sleep with somebody doesn't mean that that person would like to reciprocate, which is funny because I was sitting there talking to my wife and I go, you know what? I I can't. Who would be who? Who do you think to my wife? And she's like, oh, you got to say Lindsay Lohan because everybody knows you're in love with Lindsay Lohan. And I said, yeah, I thought about that. And I'd like to say Lindsay Lohan because she'd be easy because she's drunk or high all the time but then I thought well that's kind of rapey of a thing to say like I would pick her because she wouldn't be able to defend herself or I could trick her with booze and drugs unfortunately I would still go with even thinking that way I'd still go with Lindsay Lohan and probably Christina Aguilera the current Christina Aguilera
1: slightly yeah now
0: slightly not the the you know the one side of the spectrum or the other but the one that's still where she's got a little bit of um, self-doubt and I might be able to, you know, in her in a moment of weakness convince her, you know, that 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 would be a good choice for her. But I think in in a couple of weeks it could go the other way. I, I might just, What kind of things are you trying to say to convince her that
1: it's a good choice?
0: I don't know. I don't know. i probably put my earring back in. That's probably the best, you know. I don't know. I don't even have a cool car. I have a car with a couple of baby seats in it, so. I don't know how, yeah, I don't know how you would approach that situation. But so Christina Hendricks, Lindsay Lohan, and Christina Aguilera right now. Now, I would like to say, I would like to give an honorable mention to Natalie Portman, Selma Hayek, and Jennifer Lawrence. However, uh, I believe all three of those people, it's just so crazy. At least these other three people, I could justify that they're crazy or have an addiction problem or low self esteem. But I so don't Christina know that Hendrix, about... he thinks
1: got low self esteem. No,
0: I just think that she has poor taste. For her, so like it's like Lyle Lovett and and uh, what's her name? Uh, Julia Roberts. Oh. So I, I was looking through, and I'm like, holy crap! This this chick is with this guy, and you would be amazed. You Google it when you when you get an opportunity. So anyway, I'll throw it to you.
1: All right, I, I don't have any. And on furthermore, I'm not going to answer that. And I'm going to tell you why I'm not going to answer that.
0: This I don't want to wanna
1: know. If I were to say, if I were to have any and say them, then my wife's going to, When I next time I see her, she's going to tell me what hers are. And I'm one of these people that, like, if you say something that's stupid, it, it cha- it's a game changer for me. Like if my wife would be like, oh, like Mark Wahlberg. Uh, She's like,
0: I don't know, um, maybe like Mark, Mark Wahlberg or like,
1: <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of who else or Johnny Depp. It's like these people are just fucked up to me. Like I, I, I just it, you, it would but, change the way I felt about me her.
0: S- l- elaborate though. If what if she said like George Clooney?
1: Would you be like, okay, George Clooney is one thing. You, you, you I love say that you. G- give the pass. For you want to say George Clooney? You want to say Brad Pitt? I got. I'm cool with that. But I'm not gonna have any Johnny Depps, not not any Mark Wahlbergs. I'm just gonna be like, you can just have that person because I'm I gotta step away.
0: Wait, why not Johnny Depp though? I mean, I understand. He you looks like mind.
1: he has AIDS or something.
0: <laughs> you, he but, definitely looks like he smells like pee. He, yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: When he dresses fancier than your wife does, or she may actually look at an article of clothing he's wearing and say, "If you not might I, I might, that. I might want to wear that." Yeah, that's got to be a game changer. Speaking of that, so. When me and Steve did the uh, Smash Mouth hamburger challenge, the only thing that we got out of it besides uh, self pride, because my wife gout. sure wasn't thrilled about it, yeah, no gout, but uh, we got a T shirt that ba- that says that we did it, we accomplished the challenge, and our pictures up on the wall. We haven't been back there to see yet, which I keep asking Steve. I was
1: so close the other day; I totally forgot to go in there. I
0: keep asking Steve. I'm like, dude, you live a couple, like a mile away from there. Can you please, on your way home, and and he he'll come up with every excuse in the world not to do it. But so at some point, I'll have to drive over there. But anyway, I came home and just like everything else, I you know I wore it the first day, and I because it smelled like the hamburger, I threw it in the uh, washer. Well, my wife did laundry and she's like lounging around the house wearing the shirt. And I'm like, get that shirt off. And I mean, it's not that great of a shirt, but it's like this is a shirt I earned. And every with like every shirt I have, as soon as, you know, if she likes it, she'll throw it on. I don't know if there's certain ones she likes better than others, but this one's like it's real. It was like double X. I needed it that day. I don't need a double X, but that day I did. So she was walking around in it like folding laundry and I'm like, take the shirt off. I got an argument because I'm like, that to me is, I earned that thing. I, I, I'm not going wait because now when you take it off, I don't want to smell like a chick. So you got to throw it back in the laundry. It's going to be at least another week before I can get back to wearing the shirt. So that being said, I think you can understand where I'm coming from. Already. Absolutely. Um, so Nick defers to not, or re, whatever, chooses to not answer that question. That's fine. Before we get on to the uh, news stories that I picked out from this week, uh, I saw an interesting article and it's uh it's I think it was on Yahoo or something. This year's cable TV winners and losers is the title of it. And basically it talks about um, the ratings from this last season and which shows were winners and which shows were losers. And I some of them I've seen, some of them I have, but I just wanted to run them past you and I want to ask you and you tell me if you thought it was a winner or loser. As far as ratings go, not your if you like it or not. Right. The Walking Dead. Winner. Do you agree? Yes. That it should that it should be a winner. Yes. Anger Management with Charlie Sheen. Loser. Now this this is its second season, so it already made it. This
1: this is well it start it, it they did one of those things where they shot like four or five episodes and then they they rip it, put out a because they didn't season. know if it was gonna if it was gonna make it. I believe so. Yeah.
0: I, from what I read, it got like really high ratings. The first like I think it had like five million viewers and it went down to like 1.2 million. Like it drastically so dropped. It, I off. was right on saying yeah. though. Oh, yeah. Uh The Bible on the History Channel. Yes. That's I did a,
1: watch it, but I I'm a fan of anything that his channel puts out.
0: Um Duck Dynasty.
1: Never seen it. Uh but yes, obviously that's all people are talking about right now.
0: And just as I know I've like, I always trash shows like this, but I've actually watched duck dynasty. Like I got caught in one of those marathons one day Mm -hmm. when I was watching the baby. It's actually a pretty funny show. I mean, they're likable enough people. Obviously it's just like any of these other reality shows it's scripted, which they pretend it's not, but it obviously is because you know, people don't live lives like this. At least I don't. In my downtime, I'm sitting in my recliner 24 seven. I'm not walking around and doing all this interesting stuff every day of my life. Um, Girls on h b o
1: um I'm saying that it was a winner, yeah, it was a loser, oh, it
0: actually the first season was like fairly well uh what do you call it regarded in the second season for whatever reason it dropped off by like by like one for every five person that was watching it the season before right. I actually thought the second season was great, so I don't understand. Never why people, seen it, probably won't watch it. why people walked away from it, but um Mad Men.
1: Yes and yes.
0: No. Really? No. It's actually, it's actually Down? like, people are just done. I think people are over it. It's saying, yeah, it's had, like, a drastic decrease in, in uh, viewership. Uh, Game of Thrones. Yes and yes. Yes and yes. Um, I think that's self-explanatory. Did you watch it today? No. Every, every, am I, are you agree now, like me, where I was
1: out at the end of last season, but now it's gotten so much yeah, better in the last. I've kind season. of trickled back in, yeah. Well, um, I think I told you the reason why I was saying no was, I'm one of these people where, it, like, unless I'm really, really into it, like, I'll just kind of like I'll be texting maybe or talking to my wife or messing with the babies, but having it on, I'll miss little bits here and there. That show you cannot miss anything because there's it's so there's so much going on, so many people with English
0: accents, it's hard to tell, you know, <sighs> yeah. especially because they wear like giant costumes and they all kind of look the same. Uh, Dallas. Um. No and no, you're correct. No and no, Bates Motel.
1: Yes and yes. Have you seen it? I watched a little bit of it. You just because you like the chick on there? No, my Departed? wife's been watching it. I've I've tried to get into it. What's I've the seen? premise that they're both crazy? Yeah, or she she
0: knows he's a killer. and She's, she's protecting real
1: overbearing him. and kind of. I think from the what I've seen, she's kind of shaping him to become a killer,
0: like Red Foreman
1: overbearing. <laughs> yeah
0: uh Cle- Hot in Cleveland with Betty White
1: No and no She's
0: out it's over I want everyone to understand she cannot carry a show You heard it here it's over She cannot carry a show it's over people they try to build this like whole thing around Betty White and it like it just it just it's over That does not carry through today you can't
1: Talk about like a just a cheap laugh like just some old lady saying this dirty stuff right. I mean come on It's I mean that to me is that same
0: I don't know, Seth MacFarlane makes it work, and so of those guys from South Park with cartoons, but Betty
1: White, not half. Well, how, how would that be the same?
0: Because they just use cartoons to say dirty or disrespectful or rude or uh, otherwise things people normal people wouldn't get away with on TV. Well, yeah, but they're, they've Shocking. got a wider
1: range of spectrum. I, I would say that they do a lot of cheap laughs, but there's, there's definitely some thought put into some of their stuff. Yeah. Betty White... Every from start to finish, it's just one big cheap laugh. You have an old lady saying a bunch of sexual shit, and it's just or like quasi racist. She <laughs> just setting in her ways. I've uh, never heard anything like that, but I just... I'm just...
0: i just hoping that's what happens. Uh, shameless. What's I don't know what quasi racist means. I, th- I think there's a really, little bit it's racist just, maybe. Yeah, but... no, I know what the definition is. I'm saying like, is that even possible? Uh, shameless um... on HBO. I'm gonna say it's a, the W.H. Macy right.
1: vehicle. I'm gonna say no. That was for you, Steve.
0: No, uh, no. It's actually it's actually really highly highly regarded, and it is uh, winning in the uh, in the ratings. The real world, like 75, the one they're on now.
1: I didn't know they're still. I'm gonna say no. Just on like my-
0: absolutely unequivocally a huge Who piece. Who watches of shit.
1: MTV anymore? Does anybody? I didn't even know. I thought it was just a uh, a blog at this point. I, didn't know I turned on the VH1 it. the other day, and there was they're playing a movie, like they're playing like Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I'm like, what? The Finally, hell? They, they caught on. Well, just with that Betty uh, that Betty White
0: thing, like you were saying, like, hey, just it doesn't hold up. Like, what would have been funny, you know, all these years ago with Betty White? Um, it's just it's ran its. The course, thing with Betty over. White is
1: like, if she'd have been on one roast and talked like that and just called it like, hey, this is it. I was just doing one last hurrah. I can get that, but like for someone to be like, I'm gonna turn this into a show and cash in on it. You think it was because of the roast? No, but did, she got some exposure somewhere. I don't know where, because she was like trending for a while back a couple of years ago. Yeah, I forget what the uh, what the reasoning was. Um, so actually, it's funny that because you but said wasn't like, it, she wasn't didn't she do a
0: roast? Yeah, she was on one of the roasts. Um... I don't remember which But I movie.
1: want to say she was actually kind of trending before that
0: somehow. Yeah, that's how she got there. Right. I don't remember I think we're missing out. There's probably like some big movies she was in that we're just like
1: forgetting Yeah, about. but just, you know, Whatever, just a cheap sucks. laugh. Um, which they're okay sometimes, but really, I mean, this has been going on for 5 years or some. This has been going for a while now.
0: In in every now and then there's something that like sticks in my mind that really pisses me off and and I think about it and I'm like, "Man, I need to put this down like my the paleo phone. diet. I need to put this thing down on my phone so I can remember to bring it up on the podcast. And I always forget, but this time I didn't because I don't know what it is. Um, I'm not, I can't, I don't listen to podcasts at work. So I listen to radio and when I'm not listening to political radio, for whatever reason, I don't know why I do that. Um, I listen to like 979 nine and
1: Best station so they, in they continuously
0: play the same shit over and over. That's not even my gripe. My gripe is this. ZZ Top is a shitty band that makes music that makes absolutely no sense. And here's a perfect example. So I was driving somewhere. I was driving from my mom's house after um, I dropped off some flowers for Mother's Day. And I, I turned up the radio because it's easy to, you know, intro to his easy top. And my, my baby, who's like 19 months now, she loves music. And I, I'm looking in a rearview mirror where I can see her face and I see her like bopping up and down. And it's the song Tush, which actually should be called Tush. But it's actually called Tush, correct? Is that how you understand it?
1: Tush. You're trying to hear it in your head. I'm thinking it's they're saying tush. They're
0: saying tush. At least that's the way they pronounce it, and that's that's what's irritating to me. Here's the lyrics, and I, this is I'm a, okay. So I looked up <laughs> I looked up ZZ Top's Tush slash um, Tush on Wikipedia, and it said, "Hey, you know, it's basically like a double entendre, meaning you know, a chick's backside or um, a very expensive nice thing." So two different meanings. I've been up. I've been down. Take my word, my way around. I ain't asking for much. I say, Lord, take me downtown. I'm looking for some tush. That That's why I know it's tush, because much and tush. Okay? I've been bad. I've been good. Dallas, Texas, Hollywood. Hollywood. I've been asking for much. I'm not asking for much. I said, Lord, take me downtown. I'm looking for some tush. Take me back, way back home, not by myself, not alone. I'm ask, not asking for much. I said, Lord, take me downtown. I'm looking for some tush. Okay? What the fuck does this mean? How it bad means do you think nothing. How bad do you think their
1: beard smell? I,
0: I don't I don't know, but I, I'm just saying, like, this is, we don't realize, a lot of times I'm one of these people, and I know you are, where I, I've gotten to an age where I'm like, oh, these kids and their music today, you know, I don't understand uh, Nicki Minaj or, uh, you know, whoever pit bull. It sounds like, com- like a computer's broken. It's just fucking it's just terrible, terrible, music. However, we always go back and we're like in our day or, you know, back, you know, when music was music, like my father-in-law is big on that. Like Aerosmith is real music. Like this stuff today is just crap. And it's like, okay. Th- I understand the regular, you know, just a, a simple blues song that they're playing. Right. Or b- blues arrangement. These, this is, this lyrics are so horrible. They well, mean Well, first off, nothing. are you
1: saying that that ZZ Top is your music? No, I'm just saying oh. when I listen to
0: 979, that now fills a spectrum of from 1970 to 2000. It, it'll play. It'll you can pretty much hear anything in there. Correct?
1: No, I. I, I am mean, still I, like it spans. There's some stuff from the 80s. I okay, think, it's, it spans.
0: Okay, maybe it goes up to the police. But what I'm saying is. That's still music I'm familiar with, and that era that I grew up listening to was it was still oldies. Then I'm just saying for anybody who would compare ZZ Top is is shitty. It's, they're a shitty band, and I just really am irritated with ZZ Top. Now I expect that you're
1: gonna be like, "Well, like ZZ Top's all right," but I'm I like Lagrange.
0: Uh, yeah, but even that song, it's it's
1: well, I like that better than anything that they're putting out now, for the most part. I, I, are they still putting stuff out? No, I'm talking about what I put. Oh, like their the music to, to this. Up against today. for the most part, anything I'm gonna hear on like what like one hundred and one. I'm just
0: saying, like when you when you really look into it, and you're like, these guys are not, you know, they're they're
1: nothing to be. They can't write. Just, like, guess so you're saying they can't me. write lyrics, but I mean, the guys. I can don't know if they guitar. can.
0: But this this was off their fourth record, and it was the only, um, I think, the only one that was on the top twenty billboards, is what it said. Off that record, and. I'm thinking like even legs, it's a shitty, it's a shitty song. They're disgusting. Even in their day, they're, they're, they're dorks. Those guys never got tush. What about that Back to the they, Future theme song? They never got tush. They never got legs. They never got anything. They're dorks.
1: Would you agree or disagree? Do you think they get their picture taken with Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd in the Back to the Future movie? No,
0: because Huey Lewis was front front and center with that picture.
1: Well, the second, they did the theme song for the for second and third movie, that double back.
0: Yeah. No. I, probably. I bet you could find a promo picture somewhere. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, that just super, it was really annoying because I'm sitting there and I'm my kids are listening to this song and I'm like, oh, you know, I think they're talking about a chick. Maybe, you know, it's not the best. And I'm starting listening to the lyrics. And I'm like, this is retarded. It's just stupid. <laughs> like I don't know how anybody, like some old hillbilly in the garage, like, yeah, we're getting some tush. It's like, that's not even the right word. It's not tush. And if again I don't if you could you imagine like two guys sitting around talking about tush it's not it doesn't even make sense.
1: Yeah, I don't know where they came up with that.
0: Thanks. <laughs> Keeping it moving. Um one of the things that we did on Facebook this week was Nick had talked to me and Steve last week and off off to the side and said, "Hey, let's see who can put a Facebook thread up or start a Facebook thread to get the most reaction or get the most response two weeks ago, two weeks ago. And I don't remember what the one you put up two weeks ago. Something about a movie that got very little, but oddly enough, there was one that you put that, that started that question off because you said you actually got some, some people responding to it. I forget what it was. Anyway, I found this one on Twitter, a picture on Twitter that was based. It's a picture with a story underneath it. And it's basically—I don't know if it came from the Onion, but it's an Onion-esque story about a woman. It's got a picture of a young girl, and then next to it, it says like 16 days later, and it has like its methed-out crackhead. And the first picture is just a, a nice-looking young teenage girl. Obviously, not even the same people. There's probably 25 years difference between the pictures. You could not even really—if you looked at it—you couldn't. You could not. There's no way anyone could believe that that is the case. So underneath it, there's a story about it was. It's basically a girl saying, "Hey, just to let you people know that use marijuana. That my mom was hooked on marijuana. She was shooting marijuana intravenously into her ass, and like you know, her teeth were falling out. She had like a meth face, and you know, it destroyed her life, and she ended up dying. And it gave a date. And actually, if you read the story, the girl contends that she was born, I think, three months after her mom died, after the, the death of her mom. Regardless. So I posted it as just like, I found it on Twitter. And I'm like, whatever, I just posted it up there as like a throwaway thing. And the next thing I know, it got, I mean, just people out of nowhere. I mean, it drove a lot of traffic. I think it had like, I don't know, right now it's up to like 10,000 view, like views or whatever, 10,000 people have seen it. And a lot of people are commenting on it. People are sharing it and it's gotten, it got crazy. I didn't write the thing. I just posted the picture. I don't claim to have written. I'm not taking credit for writing it. I just merely posted it, and it, it was crazy. And I think, what did I? I I learned something by it. Is the marijuana contingent the people who smoke weed are so this? They, it was such a visceral like backlash to this. Because obviously it was a joke, but it was saying like, "Hey, marijuana's very—it hurts you. It's addicting. Blah 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 blah." And right away, this thing spread so fast, and so many people were commenting like, "This story is fake. It, it's impossible to shoot marijuana in your ass with an interview. This this person is obviously on meth. This is this story is fake. Stop spreading lies about marijuana. Marijuana's good. You know, this is another way for the conservatives to you know put out you know basically." Propaganda to to,
1: <laughs> to to show, you know. I like think you uh, even would, brought up Reefer Madness. Didn't yeah, you? Or and, Steve and so, did. Or I, no,
0: I was like poking the bear because I kept on I kept on posting as Steve. I would post something from Hey, my man, but then I would put ha- you know slash Steve like he said it. Right. And people were like, you know, Steve, you're the biggest moron I've ever met. How can you believe this? And uh, a couple other friends of the show, like uh, a friend of ours, uh, no no spin Tim, got involved, and some other people that were like. Obviously, making it, you know, we know it's fake. Obviously, I posted it. It's it's a joke. But the funny part about it, if you go back and look, it's still up there. And I would say that 90% of the people that posted,
1: we don't even know.
0: Yeah, of course. That's the They're not even thing.
1: friends of friends. They're just people that just saw
0: this and were like. Well, and the like, interesting thing is, too, they didn't look at it and see, oh, this came from Hey My Man and went and liked our page. They still wanted nothing to do with our page. But the funny thing was is they people got so angry and took it so personal that people were putting statistics out there about, you know, people who have died as a, uh, from drinking rather than smoking weed. And it turned into this big thing about like some chick put on there. I, I, I'm not proud of it, but I did meth for 13 years and I still look pretty good, which she doesn't. <laughs> but <laughs> um, no, I thought it was great. I mean, would what, would you think?
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was funny. <laughs> Just the like how vicious, like you said, people got over it.
0: it. But the funny thing is, is you look at I guess most people consider the marijuana culture people to be laid back and 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 have a sense of humor. And I like, would say that
1: most of these people were a lot of them were like like younger kids.
0: Oh no, no, there was I think there was a, a healthy mixture of of ignorant people. But the thing I, I guess the. <laughs> The funny thing is, is Steve looked at the uh, insights and it basically – it tells you like how many people looked at it and how many people clicked at the link or clicked on the link or commented on it. Well, there was an overwhelming amount of people who commented but didn't click on it, so, which means the picture was still small. So they only got – they only read the headline. So a lot of people – Without reading the story, we're so incensed by the fact that of just the the big, bold headline about this is what marijuana did to my mom's face (laughs) that they didn't even bother to read the story. And they were arguing. It's like if you would have taken five seconds to read the story. The big thing was like, oh, how could she have been born? It said that her mom died three months before she was born. Well those are the people who read it. But if you look, there's a bunch of people who were like just flat out like you guys are idiots spreading lies, you are trolls, this is propaganda, you know, th- this is obviously people who, you know, don't understand the the benefits of marijuana and like I said, this had nothing to do with us being pro against the legalization of marijuana proposition whatever 8 or whatever or, or that's the uh, I think that's the gay marriage proposition, but whatever the uh The marijuana one was whatever it was just a stupid picture that i posted but i i thought it was hilarious that people were like it's such a polarizing thing so i was telling nick i said you know we need to come up with a couple of more ideas to put the just to just to create people getting angry and and it's funny to watch other people go crazy when they don't have any idea what they're even talking about so if you have any ideas or you want to post something up there we'll throw it we'll throw it on the page and and see if it um gets any uh, traction. A couple of uh, news stories. There were some real good ones this time. And before I do this, actually, I just want to say as far, I know we were reading the chance encounters thing from, um, uh, what is it? Craigslist? Craigslist. I, I I can't do it anymore. I I, I go look through these things every day and I just realized that, or the it casual encounters is what it is. It's pretty much 99.9% uh, like, a gay bathhouse dating internet dating website like all it is is men seeing dudes at other establishments bars places and not knowing if they're gay or not and not man enough to go up and and try to like hit on the guy so they're just like i'm just taking a shot here and they put it's always men for men you know hey i saw you working at such and such you know, you had a nice smile, and then it's something vulgar after it. If you're interested, hit me back. And I'm like, you know what? This is not funny. It's just it's sad. It's really creepy. Dudes are so creepy. It's not even funny. You and, and you would not believe the amount of just straight up people will take naked pictures of themselves and put it right out. There. I have
1: no doubt that each one of those posts is probably getting 12, 15 responses, and right. probably hooking up yeah. other dudes. It,
0: that it's got to be. And uh, take this in the spirit, which is intended, but it's gotta be the greatest thing to be an out gay person as far on the dating, like a single gay person, because really, I mean, I, what there's, it's, it seems to be that there's absolutely no problem hooking up. And I mean, like I said, they're just randomly saying like, Hey, I saw you, uh, I saw your butt. At the bowling alley like, the hey, other day. I was at the bowling alley hook yeah. up anyway. Yeah, you yeah, you were that's what I thought. I bet you happens. It's like you were wearing cowboy boots when you were dusting off your bowling ball. Uh not sure if you're gay or not, but if you want
1: to uh come over and make out what uh, hilarious is you respond like, hey, i I was the guy wearing the cowboy boots, and unfortunately, no, I'm not gay. Thank <laughs> you, you. you. You still take the time to respond.
0: Like when I saw this on Craigslist, I knew it was about me, and I sure hoped it was a woman, but it wasn't. But still, I kindly thank you for the compliment. <laughs> yeah. I will continue to wear these jeans. Um, So, yeah, unless we find something like really an even crazier than that, if you look at the rant section, because someone was like, I think Ballard was like, hey, look at the rant section is the most racist. There's nothing positive. It's all anti Obama. And then other than that, not just him because he's black, but anti, you know, uh, Democrats and then just straight up the most racist things you'll ever see on the Internet. And I'm just like, "What? come on. And and people they're fight people fight back and forth with yeah. this and it's like dude, get a life, so we're not going to be uh, if somebody else wants to send in one of those I'm not going to spend any more of my time on that. Um, you're pretty
1: you're catfished in.
0: Yes, um, and actually my mom asked me what happened with the ad that we put out there that I put out there. It never got responded to. So apparently, and I asked I was a man looking for a woman, and. and it, So I I have a feeling I almost want to put man looking for man just to see what kind of crazy responses we'll get. Lose the same exact narrative I put, but change it for man for man and see, see what happens. Maybe we maybe I'll do that just for your guys' sake, for no other reason than for your guys, your sake. Um, All right, let's see. This is a weird news story out of Sacramento, California. A deputy in Sacramento, California was allegedly slapped by a woman trying to kick her nicotine addiction. Uh, Deputy Matt Campoy of the Sacramento County Sheriff's Office says he was leaving the jail at 420 on Tuesday when a female stepped into his path. He attempted to avoid her. He stepped left. She stepped left. He stepped right. She stepped right. You You get the point. And as he tried to step around her, she slapped him in the face. So he obviously, you know, puts her in handcuffs, throws her in jail. And when they ask her like what the reasoning was, she's like, well, I cannot quit smoking. I know I'm not allowed to smoke in jail. So I decided to go up and she waited outside the jail all day for the, for a policeman to come out. And when he did, she just slapped him in the face so she could go to jail and be locked down, not able to, uh, to smoke a cigarette. So I know people I've quit smoking several times and, uh, I've had a lot of success with just throwing the pack of cigarettes in the garbage It took me a couple times, but I think that all in all, I didn't have to take the day off of work to go to court and uh, do all that other stuff. So um, that's, that was a pretty uh, interesting way of quitting smoking. If you have any, anybody else has any better story than that for quitting smoking, please do not hesitate to let us know. Uh, Okay. Let's see this one here. Um, This is a great one. Another police story. This guy, basically he's running from the police the cops stop him and they pull him over and it doesn't even, it doesn't even specify why they pull him over. And anyway, he gets out of his car and takes off running on foot. So he does not really have a war. If he, I don't know if he had a warrant, if he had drugs in the car, whatnot. This is a 22 year old guy out in Tampa while running from the police. He ditches the police. He's able to get past them. Did you hear the story? Hmm. And he, he goes into like a bog and while he's swimming through the bog, he's attacked by, he's mauled by alligators. No bullshit. They bite him in the face, all over his arms. So the cops in uh, Pinellas County Sheriff's Department are looking for this guy. They're like, you know, they're all over the place. Cannot find him, cannot find him. Finally, they show up, uh, but they get called to the hospital of a guy that was attacked by alligators. And sure enough, it's the guy. He got bit in the face right by the mouth and eye. And he's he's like trying to lay down in the the, uh, bog. And he's like, I'm going to, you know, just sit here quietly and hopefully the cops will go away. And as he starts like slowly wading through the muck, an alligator or two come up and started like biting him. He gets taken down to the bottom, rolled up per him. And uh, he's able to break free of the alligator's jaws, but he's got some pretty nasty bites on him. And just so you know, the uh, the police still ended up charging him with fleeing. So for anybody who thought that he they were anybody was going to feel bad for this idiot. He's like, hey, can we call it even? I'm, like, uh... I, I guarantee you 100% when it goes to court that that will still happen. When you agree that his lawyer will be like, judge, come on. This guy was eaten up by an alligator. <laughs> All right, mom goes. This is the number three. Mom goes to WebMD instead of a hospital after her son is shot. Cops. Uh, Texas mother allegedly waited hours after her son had been shot before taking him to the hospital. She consulted with WebMD for advice on how to treat a gunshot wound. However, now her 14 year old was shot in the leg by a friend of theirs who is 23. The 23-year-old is playing with a pistol and points it at the 14-year-old and tracks him across the room with the gun and then fires at him, shooting him in the thigh. The mom obviously scared to get the 23-year-old in trouble. Uh, who obviously, I don't know why a 14-year-old and a 23-year-old are hanging out together. Mom probably with a gun involved. Yeah. Well, mom's watching this happen too, so it must be a real upstanding family. So she goes to uh like the WebMD (laughs) and And she searches for the gunshot wound, and she's not she's searching and searching. she cannot find any way to figure out how to correct this uh this injury. So by the time she actually takes him to the hospital, she's actually arrested as well for child endangerment.
1: What if she went on Craigslist and said, "Hey, did anybody out there know how to cure a gunshot wound i
0: I wouldn't doubt it and where is this let me see where did I say oh this was out of Texas. Oddly enough, it's funny because Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew used to do this thing called, uh, I think it was uh, Texas or Florida or Germany, and where they would read a funny news story and you have to decide where it's right. from. And it It's funny. That one's out of Texas, but the, the, the one where the kid gets eaten up by the alligator, right. sure enough, it's out of Florida. And most of these weird stories are out of Florida as, as, as far as the United States goes. Um, this next one is, this is my favorite story of the entire year so far. Deborah Ann Burns. Florida woman says fart in the face, provoked a knife fight. (laughs) A woman from, I don't know how to pronounce this. Immo, Florida, allegedly threw an eight inch long kitchen knife at her boyfriend after he farted in her face. (laughs) Deborah Ann Burns, 37 told Collier County detectives that an argument ensued Tuesday night while the two were watching TV um, in their home. Burns says that her boyfriend purposely, Farted while walking by her on his way to the kitchen. Uh, when officers responded to the report of a possible stabbing, they found Burns' Burns' boyfriend in the front of the house with cuts on his abdomen and left arm, according to the sheriff's department. Uh, the victim told authorities that his stomach wound came from when Burns and he were arguing in the kitchen over money. He said she threw a knife at him, left the house, came back, and struck him in the arm. Uh, he, according to the victim, he says he doesn't mention at all that. This happened because um, his statements, he doesn't say anything about him farting on his girlfriend. However, in her statement, she says that this entire thing was facilitated and, and provoked by him walking by while she's sitting low enough and lifts his ass up and farts right in her face and continues like in a one motion, just continues onto the kitchen to go do whatever he's going to do. And I don't know why she's got a an eight inch blade next to her, but maybe she was even eating dinner on a, t- uh, like a TV trail while watching Roseanne or something. <laughs> Um, so I think that is it for the news story. There was one more, I think. Uh, Oh, this is, this is a stupid one. Vin Diesel says that Facebook owes him billions of dollars. Uh, would you like to guess why, Nick?
1: He says he came up with the idea.
0: No. Um, he says that in 2009, when Facebook was just getting off the ground and just really getting its heat, that the only person that had more, um, likes, or you know, page likes or whatever beside him was President Obama who had just been elected. So he's basically saying that he had millions and millions of fans that were coming to Facebook because he was he would chat with people right straight up. You know, you'd be able to actually talk to Vin Diesel. And he's saying like, hey, you know, back in the day if someone was able to like go to a website and talk to like Marlon Brando, he he says Marlon Brando, which is funny. Um that, you know, that would draw a lot of attention to the website. So he's he's telling Facebook, I think in just like tongue in cheek, I don't think he really expects this, but he's saying, hey, they owe me a billion dollars. But what's funny is two things. One, um, why does that impress anybody? I mean, what do you think Vin Diesel does 90% of the time? I'm assuming he sits at home and or on his phone and looks at the ads for movies about race car, old race car drivers and texts people back and or... Um, that's it. That's pretty much all he does. So it doesn't impress me much. But the funny thing is that he, he says, he he says, how could you imagine if people were able to talk to Marlon Brando? So it's funny that he puts himself on that level as Marlon right. Brando. Speaking of movies, you
1: finally got around to seeing Django. Yes. what did you think of it? I liked it. Um, I'm not the biggest Quentin Tarantino fan. I'm not one of these guys that no matter what he comes out, I'm going to tout it as being awesome. But uh, I thought it was probably in his top three. Uh, I I think Pulp Fiction for me is still my favorite of his, and um, I'm gonna probably say that's uh, that was probably a two or three, the Django, or Django.
0: Um, I so that. That's it. That's your only. I mean, you. No,
1: I. I I'll get. Um, I, It was kind of funny. I wondered if. I, I. know Spike Lee. I guess has long been a critic of, of people dropping the Inbomb bomb in movies, like he's always been on Scorsese about it, and I want to say that he's got into it with
0: Michael Richards.
1: With yeah, <laughs> with um, Quentin Tarantino about it. So it was kind of weird. Every time in this movie, you saw something that was pure white. Whether it would be Don Johnson's horse, uh, the ro- or the flower on Leonardo DiCaprio's chest, the cotton—it was always splattered with blood or like tarnished in some way. So I wonder if Quentin Tarantino's like, "Hey, I'll put some symbolism in there, making white people look bad, but I'm gonna be chopping the M-bomb like ten thousand times. That's
0: my trade-off. Like he's like, "Hey, gotta give it a little to get a little." Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I I, I hate Jamie Foxx. He's one of those guys like your Mark Wahlberg to me, Jamie Foxx is like I mean he's fine
1: but I, I, he's such an interchangeable actor. I just Yeah, I, I was going to say the same thing. He, he to me is very overrated. Back like in 06, he was in um the movie Ray. He got real overrated for a while there in my opinion. I I like him. I think he's good. I I liked him in the movie Collateral. I've liked him in a lot of stuff. But I just think he's he's very overrated. Where like he's people forgettable. Are, people are touting him like, oh, this guy's at the academy. You know, this guy. Every movie he does, he's just great at everything. And uh, I like him better than Denzel. I'll tell you that much. But um, I think he's kind of overrated. But like I said, I do like him.
0: I mean, I know Ray was. I think again, it's it's just like with Will Smith and Ali. It's it's like you know he played a a, a huge, prominent, strong black figure, and. I mean he played it well. And I think people looked at that and they're just like, Oh, you know, this guy, he forever, you know, he he depicted Ray in such a positive light, or even though it was a dark story, he did a really good job. I mean, I think beside that, he did the one where he was playing the um violin or where he was the bum that played uh was it a violin? I think it was a violin. It was actually a pretty decent movie. And I'm trying to think, other than that, highly i mean, he was really highly respected for booty call. <laughs> He's good. I, I, I try. I was like working. But well, what's
1: funny is before Ray, I'm trying to think of anything. Booty call. He was in
0: booty Call. He's in a couple little that, like, that, sp- uh, the football any given Sunday. Is yeah. that the one he's in? With that uh, was kind of like his breakthrough role, I guess. Right.
1: Which he's all right in that.
0: Yeah, but again, I mean, he could be. I that's a guy that I think could be replaced with Will Smith at the drop of a hat. I think those dudes are completely. Oh, I'm sure that I have no doubt that they, there's, they go there's to the several same
1: movies movie. that they hit Will Smith up first, who's long had a history of turning down movies. that ended up being awesome. Uh, and it was Jamie Foxx. Except that
0: cool superhero movie he was in. <laughs> um. So yeah, Django. And also I noticed like Quentin Tarantino also obviously has a, has a, uh, a penchant for putting himself in his movies. Dude, he got
1: fat. Yeah.
0: He, I, I, I remember I was asking my wife, I was like, is that, was that him? Like he was huge. Right. I at first I I like did he was he like De Niro in in Raging Bull or you know where he put on all this weight
1: or he's like this is just a fat he's like, yeah, turd they for this role they're like dude you're in it for like five minutes I think that um he didn't show anyone's ugly feet like usually he's showing Uma Thurman's feet or or um, what that's it but usually every movie he's in she he like there's at least two or three shots of her feet who are are hideously ugly I don't I don't agree
0: well they Salma Hayek's feet were in. Uh, from Dust till dawn, when she pours the uh, the liquor down her leg when she's dancing on the table, or I don't remember her. That's
1: not, he's not directed.
0: Oh yeah, it's Robert Robert Rodriguez, isn't it? Yeah, he wrote that.
1: I think maybe that he rewrote it. Like
0: the first half, the the, 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 the only part that was good. Um, yeah, I, I, overall, I think it was as good as Inglorious Bastards. If you like that, you'll like this, and it's just the same kind of thing. Leonardo DiCaprio again, oh, just killed it. it. Yeah,
1: absolutely it. great. Like, I've never seen somebody having so much fun playing a role. Like, that guy just, like, these, that guy was having fun the entire time. I'm trying,
0: like, it, I would say of our time, with the except, like, he's got to be, like, probably the, the best actor of our generation. Would you, would you agree with that? I mean, yeah, Scott Bayo was, I'm a, now before, uh, a little bit before us, but,
1: you know, I was always a big uh, <laughs> John Goodman fan, but Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, oh. I, I I agree with you because I'm I, I'm now I'm always like IMDb D or googling to find out what's this next movie what's he doing you know
0: honestly as sad as it is to say and this is not I'm not even joking I really I really wonder what Michael Michael J Fox what like how far he would have went
1: not very far you don't
0: think so like because he was already on Spin City like prior to at least him telling people like you, he was like sick.
1: The, like you learn an entourage once you go back once you do a movie and go back to TV you're done I I didn't learn that from entourage. <laughs> uh,
0: um, and then the other uh, the other movie that we were that we both just saw is uh, Iron Man three. Yeah. And you had a you had a total different take than I. Yeah,
1: did. I went in high expect very very high expectations. My fault. Uh, not just your fault. Internet. Everyone I talked to said it was the best superhero movie ever. So I'm like, all right, let's see what the, let's see what you got. So I I liked it. Um, I I I went through one of those weird things where I saw it. I'm like, eh, it's all right. Then like afterwards, I'm like, you know, that actually really wasn't that good at all. But then after like a, a couple of days, I slept on it a little bit. I'm like, you know what? It was good. It was really good. And that is my the craziest gold, turn of events. My I've my ever. gold standard is is Batman Returns or The Dark Knight, the second Christopher Nolan Batman. And I go back and think about that movie. And even for me, the story in that one, especially towards the end, is kind of faded out. It was like almost like they ran out of like crap to happen. Because you're so focused on how awesome each character is, that I guess the story was just really wasn't that great. But the movie itself is just so awesome. Well, this movie to me, the characters are all, every one of the characters were awesome. But the story for me just kind of got too hokey at the end. With I, I before it happened, I'm like Gwyneth Paltrow had this condition, she survived, and she'll end up saving Tony Stark, which. To me, was the worst part, the worst storyline about the whole. Oh, you're on that whole
0: you're on that whole hate and Gwenna for uh, Gwyneth Paltrow thing.
1: No, it's kind of like they just had to find a reason to make her part of like this action, like being a superhero too. They couldn't just keep her like the.
0: Maybe that's part of the comic.
1: I don't know. I've never read it. If it is, I mean, I've never read any of them. But
0: I'm officially, I like the movie. I thought it was cool. I like the fact that, you know, it was more based on Tony Stark. than like, the, the suit and him were like their own separate entities. You know what I mean? Like where he was controlling the suit. He didn't even need to be in the suit anymore. It's like a predator drone. Like And then he, he was able to call forth all these other suits. But I guess my criticism is if that's the case, why didn't he do that earlier? Why didn't he just show up with like 50 other suits behind him and just kick he ass and take
1: Because the whole thing was underneath the rubble. What? All the suits were trapped at his house.
0: I'm not. I'm not saying like that. This mission. I'm saying he's obviously had those suits. Why have they not? I mean, and he's got different style suits. Ones that do different things. Was well, kind of,
1: I was led to believe just from the beginning part that he just developed that technology to be able to do that. Like he, like his
0: new the new uh, update for his app. Like you know, I, I don't know. I thought it was cool. I thought Cheadle owned it, man. Cheadle was he's the man. I, I gotta I gotta give it to Cheadle. I mean, me and him are close, so. You know, it's a little, I give him a little more respect than most people, but um, I thought the movie was cool. Yeah. I mean, but I'm over it, dude. I'm I do not want to see any of the Avenger Avengers movies. I'm probably gonna say I probably will see it because you know my kid likes to see it, and I, they're not, I'm not gonna be rushing to the theater. And I didn't even see this one in IMAX or 3D because I'm over that too. I don't. It doesn't. I'm not yeah, gonna pay that much more either. money for that. But um. I liked it. I thought the story was kind of cool except for the little kid and the fact that like Tony Stark was like humiliating this little kid about his dad the being dickhead, dead. Like, <laughs> like like we understand you're like really cocky, but you have to be an asshole too. This kid's dad's dead. You don't have to like make fun of it and you know just leave this kid with nothing. Um but beyond Guy that, Guy Pierce was good in it. What yeah, did you think about it? He was absolutely He looked better than he normally did. And who's wait? I always forget who's the guy I always say that I always confuse him with Hugo, (laughs) Hugo weaving. Weaving. One guy's horribly distorted.
1: uh... Guy Pierce
0: is as handsome as they come. Actually, they should have used Hugo weaving as the, the, the Mandarin in the beginning of the movie and Guy Pierce as him when he transforms into a handsome version. Like when Urkel went from being Stefan or Steve (laughs) to Stefan, um, so I I would say Iron Man was, I thought it was solid. I enjoyed it. I thought it was definitely like worthwhile to go right. see, but I'm off. Like even the new Wolverine movie, it looks like it's shot really cool, but I'm like, dude, I'm just, I'm just done with superhero movies. I rewatched uh, the new Spider-Man again. It was on TV the other day and I'm like, I'm over it. I'm just over it. Even though Paul Giamatti is in this one as Rhino, Again, oh, I didn't even know. Yeah, that. Rhino's a rhino, and it's like that's another year away, though. Not, that's yeah, they're, 2014, I mean, they're right. making it right now, so
1: yeah, I, I, I just, I'm just unfortunately, overrated. there's going to be way more to come. I mean, they got Thor, yeah. 2, which I was like, I didn't think the first one was that good, well, except for uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman.
0: and Kate Dennings, which I or Kat Dennings, whatever her name is, but um, either way. I'm over it. I'm not. I'm not that excited. The to super see one, the Superman. one Superman, I, I'm yeah. really
1: looking forward to.
0: I. I will. I. Yeah. I. I guess the, this season will be it for me as far as being excited. There has to be something. Christopher
1: that... Nolan has enough buzz for me that I will probably see his next four to five movies. No questions asked. Like you could say this is the worst piece of shit ever, Nick. Don't go and see it. And I would still let see me it ask you that. If based your, on his previous work, if your wife
0: wanted to sleep with Christopher Nolan as one of her choices, would that be all Game right? Game
1: changer. <laughs> oh, still not good. No. All right. Wanna run something by you? Uh we've actually brought this up on the show a couple episodes ago about the whole bullying thing. We watched the documentary Bully. Not together. Not together, but we both did see it. I was watching Stand By Me last night. You know, the movie about it takes place in the fifties. You get the the kids that are like in their preteens, the group of friends, and you got the the um the roadster greasers, whatever you want to call them, that are like, you know, you you're, you're led to believe they're like maybe twenty, maybe early twenties or something. And obviously, it was a movie, but I've heard stories from people from being that old and telling similar stories. I'm sure, you know, like our, our parents' generation or whatever. Imagine you come home from school, or you came home from school and goes, yeah, I called this kid an asshole. And then if I didn't take it back, this kid was going to burn my eye with a, with a cigarette, a lit cigarette. Because nowadays, you just have cyberbullying where someone's sending a message on Facebook, a, a chick calling another chick fat, or... Someone making fun of like a maybe a altering your picture
0: and resending it out. Or yeah, posting it up on the wall.
1: Right, or some chick stupid enough to send a naked picture of herself with her face, and then guys sending it everywhere. And um, then you have you know circumstances where there's maybe a handicapped guy or girl, and they're getting made fun of or whatever. But I mean, back then there was these people were straight up they would kill you. Well,
0: <laughs> they would say they would kill you. I don't know if anybody actually got killed over it, but. Yeah, they were playing for keeps. No, I, Ace,
1: uh, Keita Sutherland who plays an I know, excellent he didn't bad kill guy. Him, a mean but, excellent bad guy. No, at the end, they're like, "Hey, you can't have the body." And this dude's like he, he pulls out a switchblade and goes, "Uh, you're dead." Cuz they wouldn't give up the body. Like he's like, like, "Hey, you can't just physically grab the dude and throw him out of the way." They're little kids. Like he's like, "Okay with killing this kid. I'm not able to get that body."
0: However, once you guys return that one, and you're a huge hero, the next
1: day in the paper, I will have stabbed you, and you will be dead. No, he was gonna kill him right then and there. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, just, just because not the reason he's gonna kill him was because he was like, hey, I'm telling you what to do. If you're not gonna listen to what I say, if you're if you're not gonna do what I want to say, I'm willing to kill you. Over it was it. a
0: simpler time. I mean, do you remember uh, the junkyard guy? After chat, like he comes up to the fence, he's like, hey, your dad was in war, and he was crazy. It's yeah. like Crazy a, lot people would have a, rat. a lot of people would be real real happy about that. Like, yeah, my old man was crazy. And you better not be. If I go back and tell him that you just said that, he's going to kill Chopper, and then he's going to sick your balls. How about that? Right. But like, the kid went crazy and was like, he's going to kill the old man. And the old man's like, come on. Come right. on. I know who you
1: are. What's more crazy is that part we're talking about with uh, Ace going to burn River Phoenix out the cigarette. His brother's standing right there, and is okay with it. Eyeball. Yeah. Eyeball was like, had no problem. That's weird. Uh,
0: Ace was going to burn Chris's eye with eyeball right in front of his brother eyeball what a weird
1: symbolism I you know do what do you think between shots the, back then River Phoenix being that age was doing lines of coke yeah and heroin. off Keefer Sutherland's ass I
0: wonder
1: don't don't, if he I wonder if he got
0: into that oh yeah definitely absolutely I, I have no knowledge of this but I, I mean he was pretty cool so I'm assuming he did everybody was doing it
1: right that uh, was a, he was on fire there for a while you got like Richard Stand Fryer me you got Lost Boys. He wasn't the big. Well, here's the thing: he's he wasn't not the a main draw because he's, kind, no of, guns, he's but... kind of
0: he's kind of like missing a chromosome. Like he's almost <laughs> handsome, but he's just not handsome. But he, and he always everyone else like if you think about it, those movies like they built more attractive guys around him. Like he was like the fat chick. You know, everybody else is
1: like mildly attractive. like Ali Sheedy, she was kind of. I would. In there as, I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm gonna say that I would. Nine out of ten, eight out of ten girls will think this guy's attractive. That's because you think you look like him. I don't think I look like him. People say okay, I Okay,
0: well, so that's why you're you're defending this guy. But I would contend that Jason. I think Patrick, that's the reason
1: why you're going off like no, out not. of your way to be like this guy is missing a chromosome. <laughs> like he looks like a fucking caveman or something.
0: No, the uh, I'm jealous of you. The uh, but it, they put uh, Jason Patrick's in Lost Boys, and for whatever reason, people thought Corey Feldman was attractive in his day. <laughs> He's absolutely not attractive, and Corey Haim. I don't know. I mean, remember, remember him being, uh, you know, plastered all over Tiger Beat when I saw other people reading Tiger Beat and things of such of a nature. But like, I just think Kiefer Sutherland was definitely on that the fringe of being an like. Kevin he was no. Lou, he was like, no he, Lou Diamond or Millie West of us. I would say he was in both of those guys category. I I think in young guns, that was like the one cast of guys that were almost good looking, but not good looking. Like Amelia West of is a little too short. Uh, I would say probably Charlie Sheen was the only decent looking guy in that movie. Like not decent looking, but like probably the people assume he was the most handsome. Why are we talking about this? I no. I think if you trace it back, I was saying Kiefer Sutherland was ugly. And until you, you derailed me. Um, the last thing I want to talk about real quick, did you, did you have anything else that you experienced over the last two weeks that you'd like to talk about? No,
1: just watching the Stand By Me.
0: Uh, the Americans is over for the season. Season finale was awesome. I'm sorry. Now you have time to catch up. I would suggest that you guys all catch up. It ended up ending out. It ended really awesome. So,
1: Oh, I, I do wonder there's something I want to touch on. I've been hearing about this paleo diet for a while now. Um, from a lot of people that you look at these people and you're like, there is no fucking way you're on the paleo diet. You're fat. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna give this a shot. I'm just gonna try it for like 48 hours, or I'm gonna try it for this weekend. I went to the store and bought all you know vegetables and stuff, and I actually didn't even do it strictly because I still drink milk and um and I I, I couldn't quite figure out if cheese was okay or not. I one website said it was, and the other one said it wasn't. So I'm like, I'm going to do this diet for 24 hours or 48 all weekend and see what happens. Fuck that is all I got to say about that. I never, I, I mean, I was eating like, I got a bunch of steak, a bunch of chicken, a bunch of pork and a bunch of like beef sausage and like turkey sausage. And I, I didn't matter how much meat I ate, I would not be full. Like I would eat like, I made a shitload of sweet potatoes. I made a bunch of uh veg like onions and peppers with the meat ate a bunch of salad, and I just would not, I could not get full without eating bread or carbs or anything. Because from my understanding is for people that don't know that paleo diet, basically, you're eating the diet that, like, cavemen ate. So you're eating what would be hunted and what would be, like, gathered as far as, like, nuts, berries, What kind uh, of asshole came up fruits. with fruits. I don't know. Is
0: part of the diet hunting and gathering it yourself, that's the exercise you're supposed to be getting?
1: No. It, basically, I mean, they're, they're, that's the, like the... the doctors and scientists that back this say that, hey, this, if you're... If you eat this diet, you're or if you avoid the sugars and like the wheats and the like the the flour and all that stuff, it, they're they're basically saying that every health problem that modern man has, like heart disease, cancer, everything else, is caused by the diet of eating the sugar, the carbohydrates, the not like vegetable carbohydrates, but yeah, apparently sounded like, grain it sound like and a miserable wheat. experience. It, it absolutely was. I, I was like after forty eight hours, I'm like I went out. We went to Eduardo's and I ate like <laughs> half a pizza.
0: Um, the only other thing I wanted to talk about was real quick. I read, um, I was looking for something to read like for the last week or so. I have like three or four books on my Kindle and none of them were striking my fancy lately. So I decided to actually, I found a painting that Henry Hill, uh, from Goodfellas fame painted before he died, he had a bunch of paintings on on eBay, and I found one that was autographed for like four hundred bucks. It was something my kid could have painted, but because Henry Hill painted it, obviously it was worth it was worth something to somebody. And so I was started thinking about it. And I'm like, man, I want to read. Um, I love Goodfellas, so I, I I was looking around at Henry Hill stuff on Amazon, and I read this book called Gangsters and Goodfellas: The Mob, Witness Protection, Life on the and Life on the Run, and Henry Hill wrote it. With the help of a guy named Gus Russo who basically just helped him organize his thoughts or whatever. And it it basically tells you all, it fills in all the blanks for Goodfellas. Like a lot of the stuff they couldn't talk about because he was still like going to trial and stuff. And so Peligi took his story and like some of the characters are combined, and some of the some of the things that you see in the movie that were done by, say, Jimmy were actually done by by you know Tommy or, right. or whatnot but this story basically fills in all the blanks and tells you like what the motivations were for certain things like the Billy bats in the movie. You think that they kill bat, like bats dies because he tells, uh, um, he insults Tom. Yeah. Because he says to get his shine box, which absolutely was had nothing. I mean, I'm sure that pissed him off. That did supposedly happen, but it, there was more to it. There was way more to it. Um, I don't want to ruin it. Cause I think everybody should read it. That that's in the Goodfellas. There's a lot of really cool stuff in there about, you know, How much money was actually taken during the uh, Lufthansa heist, and how they set it up, and in this book, unlike a lot of these other like they gloss over that. Yeah, I I want to
1: say there was like a directed video movie that was just on that heist.
0: Well, a lot of these like like uh, true crime books or like you know ones written by cops about um, going undercover and like even the Donnie Brasco ones, like there wasn't a lot of people really taken down when it all came down. There wasn't a lot of people like. People were indicted, but a lot of people, there wasn't a lot of time served or, you know, charges were tossed out. But actually, there's a lot of people that went down in this. And and, and obviously, the two main people would have been the um Vario, which was the character.
1: Um, Pauly Servino.
0: Yeah, Paul Servino's character in the movie. I forget what what the hell is his name. In the movie? Paul Cicero. Pauly Cicero, but... Paul Vario is the guy's real name, him and Jimmy Burke, Jimmy Conway's character. And in fact, they were going to call the guy Jimmy Conway, but his daughter, who is still um up and around and about at the time, was trying to sue, saying, Hey, you use that name, you gotta pay me. And and basically it was funny because he says, like, after you know, he eventually dies in real life, Jimmy Burke dies, and Paulie dies. And he says, Hey, the only person I still am concerned about. Uh, is is Jimmy's daughter. She's just much of a gangster as, as he was, but it, it lays out a lot of, um, I think it was a Senator to Alphonse D'Amato. A lot of people like just straight up says, this dude was connected all the way up. We did this, we did that, like just naming everyone. And like I said, it explains a lot about like uh, <clears throat> stacks, you know, who is Sam Jackson's role. Like he, he's got a more pivotal role. He's not just a guy that they used for that one thing. So, I thought it was really interesting. It talks about after like what was happening with the marshals when they were moving Henry from place to place. Cause he's still committing crimes while in the witness protection program. And then finally they, he gets booted from the program completely. Well, at least the marshals get rid of him, and the FBI is using them and they kind of do like a half-assed witness protection thing with them. But um, it's pretty sad because the whole thing, like he's like so messed up on drugs and he's got so many personal issues, but it's actually a pretty good story it's a little wordy and he's got like real bad ADD and it, it, he talks about the same stuff a couple of times, but I mean, I thought it was worth it. If you like the the story, it's, it's an awesome book. And I, it's only, I think right now on, you can get a paperback for like 12 bucks and for Kindle, it was only 10 bucks. So it's definitely worth checking out. Um, because it's mother's day. I asked my mom, sometimes we have guests. We ask them our patented, uh, guest 15 questions. So I uh, met my mom and gave her some flowers for uh, Mother's Day and then asked her some questions. So I'm going to play you my interview of my mom and our 15 questions right after. You know what? I ought to drop the commercial in there first if I'm going to be uh, do this the right way. Got Stitcher? We're on it, so get it. Stitcher's an award-winning provider of news and talk radio for your mobile phone. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smart way to listen to radio. All right. So, like I said, this is my me talking to my mom, asking my mom our questions, and here are her answers. <laughs> Best celebrity mustache? Tom Selleck. Best Batman?
1: Val Kilmer.
0: Worst human being? Hitler. Best organized crime movie?
1: Oh, the one with Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro and Casino? Yes, Casino. Goodfellas? Oh good fellas, that's it, yes.
0: <laughs> Best Kids cereal. Fruit Loops. Favorite Madonna song.
1: Do I have to have a favorite Madonna song? Uh, no. If you had to pick. A superstar.
0: Favorite member Was of the 19- uh, <laughs> Favorite member of the 1986 World Championship Mets.
1: Daryl Strawberry? <laughs> Van
0: Halen or Van Hagar? Van Halen. Worst music genre. Rap. Old Becky or New Becky?
1: Your sister? Old oh, Becky.
0: <laughs> best book ever read.
1: Death be not proud.
0: Favorite smell. Lilacs. I just want to say it is my mom, and I I'm I'm not going to defend Val Kilmer as being the best Batman. That's probably the worst answer I could ever hope to hear my mom give. But and it's Lucky Star, the Madonna song. Um, I have nothing else to offer. I think that, uh, that's going to be a wrap. Nick, did you have anything? That's it for me. Hopefully, like I said, we'll hear from Steve and find out if he made it through the first round of Top Gun and um, stick with us. Check out our Facebook page. Check out our um, the Butterfly Radio app again, www.butterflyradio.com, which you can download on your phone if you have an iPhone Um and make sure you leave comments on the iTunes and leave any audio messages on our hotline and or the butterfly radio page. The other thing is um maybe next week we're going to open up the phone. I'm going to we'll put the phone out there. Out follow us on Twitter at hey my man 2012 and I'll try to do it on Facebook too when we I'll let everybody know in advance when we're going to be recording. And I'll put the phone number up. And when you see the phone number up, feel free to call in and we'll take some live calls on the show. So that'll be next week. Um, Like I said, just tell one or two friends about the show. Keep this thing moving and have a good week.
1: Right? You got it.